Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and Blissey. Hi besties, welcome to or welcome back to Try Not To Care. If you're new here, hello, welcome. My name is Ashley. I like to consider this podcast my personal diary, but your therapy. I have tried to record this intro like 20 times. I'm not exaggerating. I just moved into my new house and we're on a main road, which has a lot of loud trucks. So every time I go to record, a truck drives by and it's literally nine at night like why aren't you in bed why aren't you home why are you driving around revving your engine I don't know but we're just gonna roll with it work with it and hopefully in the future I can figure out how to like noise cancel this room or just get rid of those noises in the background but today we're just going with it we're gonna get through it and I'm so sorry bear with me so last summer I did an episode on Hot Girl Summer, which everyone seemed to love, like not to toot my own horn, but it's one of my most listened to episodes. So I wanted to do something similar for this summer, but I've seen a lot of people talking about Healed Girl Summer and something about Healed Girl Summer really spoke to me. I love Hot Girl Summer, don't get me wrong, but I feel like there's this idea that Hot Girl Summer is going out and being single and living your best life, which I love, but something about the idea of really prioritizing yourself this summer and focusing on you and working on you so you can live your best life indefinitely is something I'm gravitating more towards. I think for the most part, a lot of people have an easier time during the summer mentally because it's warmer out, it's sunny, the sun sets later, there's more to do. I know for me, I have a much harder time getting out of bed and staying motivated, staying on task, sticking to a routine, taking care of myself when it's cold and dark out. With that being said, the summer is a really crucial time for me to dial myself in. I feel like most of the year I'm so career driven and focused on getting things done and I almost 
neglect a lot of my personal needs. And that's why for most of the year, I end up in such a bad headspace. If that resonates with you at all, I hope that this episode helps you and reminds you to take the next few months to really focus on yourself and prioritize self-care, your needs, protecting your peace, and growing as an individual. A lot of the time in the summer, we're in the mindset that we have to be going and doing all the time. A lot of people have time off from work, they're out of school, your friends might be blowing up your phone asking you to go to the beach and go out with them, and you definitely should do that if that's what you wanna do, but you need to make sure that you're making time for yourself and checking in with yourself daily. If you can make time to go blackout every weekend with your friends, if you can spend hours doing your hair and makeup, if you could spend every Sunday drinking bottomless mimosas at brunch, you can make time to wake up in the morning and journal about how you feel. Say your affirmations, drink water, put on a meditation, spend 10 minutes off your phone. I'm not saying that you can't do everything that you want to do, but you should be your first priority. Checking in with yourself daily should be your priority. Something that I'm incorporating into my daily routine, especially this summer, is prioritizing one thing daily that speaks to me. Whatever I feel like I need to hear, I will seek that out in some form of media. So let's say I want to feel motivated that day. I will search for a motivational TED talk. If I want to have a good day, I'll search for a meditation or an EFT tapping. If I'm going through something difficult and I need words of wisdom, I'll search for a podcast or listen to music that I can relate to or I think will shift my mood. We consume so much media and our screen times are at an all-time high and unfortunately, a lot of the media we're consuming is not good for our mental health. I love TikTok as much as the next person, maybe a little too much, maybe more than the next person. But sometimes I get off the app and I feel awful about myself and awful about my life. You don't need to ditch social media or your phone altogether, but if you can make time to be on your phone for 10 hours plus, you can make time for a five minute video, a 30 minute podcast, a three minute song. I also like that this is kind of intuitive in a way, like I don't pre-plan what I wanna listen to or watch. It really is just about how I'm feeling that day or feeling in the moment. I'm almost listening to, I guess you could say my soul, like literally just listening to how my soul feels that day and either soothing it or encouraging it. If I feel like shit, I find something that's going to help me and if I feel great, I'm gonna find something that makes me feel even better. Going off of that, listening to my body this summer, I don't wanna think about what my body looks like in a bathing suit. I don't wanna think about how much I weigh. I don't want to compare myself to anyone And I don't want to compare myself to how I used to look. I am so sick of the idea of having a diet to ensure you have this perfect beach body. You having a body during the summer on the beach 
is a perfect beach body. So if my body wants Taco Bell, if my body wants a delicious, warm chocolate croissant, an extra large iced coffee with the milk and sugar in it, if my body wants an entire bag of Doritos, you know damn well I'm eating all of that. It's so important to me to listen to what my body wants. Obviously, I don't eat like that every single day. Sometimes I wake up craving a smoothie bowl and a salad and I drink eight glasses of water. But I cannot predict what my body wants on a day-to-day basis. And this summer, I want to make sure that I'm listening and giving my body what it wants. The more I restrict myself and tell my body no, the more I want whatever it is that I'm saying no to. Denying yourself of something that you clearly want is only going to make you want it more. And most people end up caving and eating whatever it is, but they don't get to enjoy it because they feel so guilty about it. Food isn't supposed to be scary. It's meant to fuel you. It's meant to be an experience. Food brings me so much joy. I talk about this all the time, but I genuinely get excited to wake up and make my iced coffee, make my avocado toast. I go to bed thinking about those things and I wake up excited about them. I don't want to ruin my morning by skipping something that makes me so happy just to save a few calories. Food isn't meant to be scary and you're not meant to hate your body. Unfortunately, for the majority of my life, I was under the impression that the only way I looked hot is if I was really skinny. Anytime I gained a little weight or I didn't have a super flat stomach, I associated that with being ugly or like in my flop era. I hate to admit this, but there's times where I do look at photos of me from a couple summers ago and I compare how I used to look to now and there are times that I prefer how my body looked then. This summer, I want to appreciate and love and embrace my body as much as I possibly can. I am so unbelievably hard on myself. Like when I see other people that aren't conventionally skinny or they have curves or they just aren't a size double zero, I don't lower their value based off their body. One, most times I'm not even looking at their body. Like there's so much more to a person than their body. But two, when I see someone who has curves, I appreciate it so much. Like, I think curves are so fucking hot and just emphasize being a woman. Women are meant to have curves, especially as you get older. So if I feel that way about other people, why can't I feel that way about myself? I know I'm my biggest critic, but this summer I want to be that way towards myself. I want to love and admire myself the way I do so effortlessly for other people. I don't want to hide my body. I don't want to edit my photos to make my body appear smaller. I don't want to exercise excessively. I don't want to restrict what I eat. I want to embrace my body. I want to wear clothes that emphasize the shape of my body. I want to just feel free and comfortable and good in my body because I should. And that goes for embracing your hair and skin this summer too. Like, don't get me wrong, I love to beat my face 
and make my hair look really fucking good when I go out or take photos. But when I think of Healed Girl Summer, I think about sun-kissed skin, no makeup, wet, natural hair from going in the ocean or the pool. I think about my hair having natural highlights from the sun. I think about ditching my normal skincare routine and letting the salt water from the ocean take care of my acne, only wearing sunscreen and moisturizing and putting aloe on after being in the sun all day. Healed Girl Summer is about healing. So with this, healing the need to have to look a certain way than what you look like naturally. I know I'm stunning when I curl my hair and spend an hour on my makeup, but I also know I'm naturally so fucking pretty without all of that. I actually feel empowered when I go out without my hair done or my makeup done because I know people are gonna look at me and be like, wow, she's so confident, she's so pretty, and it has nothing to do with the products I'm wearing. It's all me. I'm confident and hot naturally. Next to ditching heavy makeup or the need to look a certain way, with Healed Girl Summer, we are ditching bad friends and bad company. As I was saying before, with it being summer, we feel the need to constantly be going and need to have plans every single day or else it feels like we're just throwing summer away and we're not doing enough, we're not having enough fun. And when you feel that way, it's really easy to get wrapped up in hanging out with people who aren't good for you just to have plans. There's been so many summers where I've found myself hanging out with people that I would not spend time around at any other point of the year. Like I wouldn't hang out with them in the wintertime. The only reason I was hanging out with them was because it was summer and it was something to do. If you want to prioritize healing yourself and growing as a person, you need to let go of people who are making it harder for you to do that. The more you spend time with people who go against your values, who make you feel bad about yourself, who make you feel frustrated, who don't align with what you want out of your life, the farther you get away from that healed, evolved version of yourself that you're seeking this summer. Spend time with good company. Spend time around people who are interested in doing the things that you want to do this summer. If you want people in your life who are going to want to go to the beach with you, who will go get coffee with you, drive around with you and listen to music, who are okay with not drinking, don't spend time with people who have made it clear they don't want to do any of that, who have made it clear they only want to hang out with you when you're going out and drinking. Don't jeopardize who you are or what you want to have friends. I promise you saying yes to plans that you're not interested in just to have plans is going to make you feel worse than you would feel sitting home. With that being said, we are letting go of FOMO this summer. We are not letting FOMO run us. We're not letting FOMO drive us to do things that we don't want to do. I know that when someone invites you to go out, it seems enticing because in your head you might be like, okay, well, if I don't go, I'll regret it. If I don't go, I'll miss out. What if they have so much fun without me? What if they don't invite me next time? But if your heart is not immediately screaming yes when you're invited, 
if you're not over the moon excited, if you're not so down to go to whatever it is you're being invited to, then it's okay to stay home. I know that the idea of staying in when others are going out can be anxiety inducing. Maybe in the past, it's made you feel like a loner, a loser, like you're failing your 20s. But saying no to something that's not meant for you is one of the best things and most powerful things you could do for yourself. Why would you want to put yourself in a situation where you're not having fun or you're wishing you could go home? Not putting yourself in that situation is doing yourself a huge fucking favor. There's a million other things that you could be doing than torturing yourself with bad company just for the sake of saying you have company and you are invited and you have friends and you're not alone. You're not a loner. You might as well be one though because you're going to feel like one when you're hanging out with those people and you're like, wow, I feel more alone than I would if I just stayed home. I think a lot of us entertain shitty friends and bad company because we're afraid of being alone and we're afraid of having no one to do things with. Obviously, it's good to have people to share experiences with, but it's better to do things alone if those people aren't good for you. I used to get really bummed out around summertime because I knew that I wouldn't have plans and I would be spending most of my summer alone and inside doing a whole lot of nothing. And I felt that way because in my head, if I had no one to do things with me, then I'm not doing those things. People depend on people so much. Like, wow, how crazy is it that you can go and do things by yourself? You don't have to have your friend or your partner or someone with you to do things that you want to do. If you want to go do something, you don't have to wait for someone else to be available to go with you. You don't have to wait for your friend to respond to see if they want to go with you. Stop planning your life around other people. If you have a day off from work, don't plan your schedule around what your friends are doing. I can't even tell you how many times I've wanted to go do something and I've invited a friend and they don't respond till like later in the day when time has passed. So I sit around all day waiting for them and I don't get to do what I wanted to do because I was waiting for them when I could have just easily gotten up and gone and done that thing by myself and I would have had the best time with or without them. So this summer, stop waiting for others to enjoy your summer. If you wake up and you're like, I want to go to the beach, go to the damn beach. I really want to go thrifting and get coffee. Get in your car, stop by your favorite coffee shop and go thrifting. No one other than you is going to remember what you did this summer. No matter how many times you post about it online, no matter how much you talk about it, no matter how cool you try to make your life look, no one but you is going to remember your summer. So make your summer memorable. Also, no one who sees you out alone is going to think to themselves, oh wow, they're alone, they must not have any friends. If anything, people are gonna look at you doing these things alone and be like, wow, that's really cool and empowering and it's going to inspire them to do more things alone too. 
I know for a fact that there's things that you want to do this summer. I know you have a bucket list. I know you have a mood board. I know you have a whole planned out board on Pinterest. Whether you plan to do those things alone or with a friend or with a partner or whoever, make it a priority to actually do them. Stop envisioning how you want your summer to be and actually take the steps to make it that way. Less imagining and more doing. It's easy to sit around and be like, how great would it be to book a last minute trip? How crazy would it be if we went skinny dipping? It would be such a great story to tell if we snuck out. And you're, you're right. It would be a really good story to tell, but only if it actually happens. You can imagine your best life over and over. You can visualize and plan and dream it up. But if you don't take the necessary steps and take action to make it a reality, it will not be reality. And that goes for all parts of your life at any point of your life. I mean, I have so many episodes about that, but for summer in particular, your summer is going to be exactly like the last boring, uneventful summer unless you decide to change. This summer, I really want to prioritize living in the moment, less screen time, and more living, more doing, more being, but also more boundaries, more saying no, more taking time to be alone. Of course, it's fun to go crazy and have a hot girl summer. I don't think you necessarily have to choose between hot girl summer and healed girl summer, but I do think there's a balance that has to happen because as much fun as hot girl summer is, by the end of it, it has you in shambles questioning what the fuck you're doing. Whereas with the end of healed girl summer, You're healed, baby. You had fun, but you gained so much more than just a good time. With all that being said, I want to end this episode by having you write in a journal or in your notes app, what are things you want to accomplish by the end of the summer? It can be experiences you want to check off, fears you want to overcome, goals you want to accomplish, whatever it may be that you want to keep tabs on this summer and really focus on. This summer, I really want to follow through when I make plans with others or with myself. I want to work through my social anxiety because that's something I struggle with a lot. I want to lower my screen time and just be more present because unfortunately I am glued to my phone which isn't always a bad thing but for the summer I just want less of it and more of me. Those are what I'm working on this summer and want to accomplish but let me know what you're working on, what you want to accomplish. You could DM me, you could write in the group chat, you could respond on Spotify. Just let me know. I can't wait to read them all. As always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so sorry about the noise in the background. I don't even know if you could hear it because maybe after I record this, I'll figure out how to get rid of it. But if it is there, thank you for bearing with me. I love you, besties. All of my socials, the group chat, the sponsors, everything is in the description. Check it out. Thank you, besties. I love you, besties. And I will talk to you next time. Bye besties. Love you.